Hello, this is Mike Royce, editor of Starburst magazine. The show you're about to listen to went out live on the 13th of May 2015. Well, we assumed it did, but more on that in just a moment. You may be aware that there are one or two little edits in this show because we've had to avoid certain legal ramifications. You'll be aware of some and some you won't be. But I hope you still enjoy the show. This um, ceased to be live in the station because of uh, the amount of people listening, which is something that's been fixed now. Uh, we went off air around about 20 past 10, so the remainder of the show, this will be the first time anybody's heard it. Everything's fine, and we look forward to speaking to you next week. And again, apologies, it's just slightly more of a car crash than usual. Listening to Faber Radio International. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes villains and aliens from a thousand worlds, a billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Can I just, um, I'll confess to you that I had um, Manchester Radio in my head then. <laughs> and you really it's would been think... It's so, so long since you've done that. You would think, wouldn't you, that, that, you know, that would be a thing of the past now, wouldn't you? But there you go. I don't know. We are here with you this evening, and we've got a special guest. And I don't mean that he's going to go. Although he, 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 um, he might well do that, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've listened to his show. Uh oh. <laughs> oh dear me, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? That's a bit harsh. Really? So, so you're the guy who listens to my show? Uh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 is him. Well, we we there is me, Mike Royce. There is Martin Unsworth. We are the editors. The editors of Starburst magazine, the most fantastic magazine in the entire universe, yeah? And um, there's a bit much that, isn't it, really? So say we all. Okay, The fine. universe and other places. Yeah, and uh, um, we have with us Paddy O'Hare, who has a show on Fab Radio International, works for Starburst magazine, and he's sort of like our, I wouldn't say celebrity pimp, but he's... He, 
He, he likes to go to events and schmooze in a way that we we just don't have the makes, chops for. Makes us look like amateurs. Yeah, exactly. And he, he, and, he, and he, the hair increases in the studio is uh, doubled. Indeed. <laughs> see, yeah. see, it's incredible, isn't it? We're both being comic book store guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> there, there, there are there are a lot of ponytails in this studio. You know, yeah. you look good. You look good with it, Mike. Yeah. Oh God, I don't mind. I have to be clip on. I, I just get bored. There's too much uh, too much commitment required for that. Yeah. But 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 in fairness, you know what? It's great. The the ponytail is a great hair stylistic choice because you can even do it if you've got male pattern baldness. You can just go. Oh, you can just put a a cloth cap on and a ponytail, and everyone thinks, oh, he's cool. Yeah, he's got this ponytail. You know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not certain now whether. Hmm. Before I hit my next milestone, whether whether it's going to all come off, you know. Oh no, no. I don't think I'm going to cling on to it for for white-haired dear life. Do you know what I mean? Oh I no, like me. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what you're digging at? No, no. I'm just saying, you know, I, 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 there's only a certain. You're song. not that grey, Martin. To be honest. <laughs> oh god, I am. I know I you're only not. Look like a biker for so long. Do you know what I mean? It's kind yeah, of. Yeah, well, it's a push biker, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, you know things weren't quite right there. Your channel wasn't on, Paddy. So um, oh, right, even though right. the PFLs are right, your channel wasn't on. But we will have but heard that, you that's, in some that's way. That's because he's loud enough to be on everybody else's. Exactly. Oh God, yeah, absolutely <laughs> need guaranteed. To keep it lower if I'm going to be laughing. But yeah, no, we're 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 all good now. Yeah, I think I, I feel it's it's getting more under control. But yes, Paddy has has uh, yeah, he's been out there doing the business for Starburst and he's gone and chatted to some really great people but he's actually got something on which we can chat about maybe in an hour's time after the news at uh, 10 maybe uh, about the Blackpool Comic Con and see how it's all going uh, and all that and we're involved in that as well and it's going to be an amazing event which uh, unlike what usually goes on in Blackpool at the weekend um, (laughs) will will be worth going to um yeah yeah no it's like jurassic park the rest of the time isn't it yeah. you know but which, oh which, sorry jurassic world i'm yes, not down with the kids which I? leads us into yes. the magazine which will be on sale tomorrow yes oh, yes uh which is called starburst yes indeed and it is a jurassic world jurassic park special what do you mean it's just aimed at old people yeah well it normally is anyway isn't it well you know you know how it is it's everything dinosaur in it it's great are you sure? Yeah. Are you absolutely certain of this? I am. Good. Well, I, I lost sleep over it. Well, I actually, I really, really. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, then there. that was feedback. That. That's the rock and roll. God, he's going so the tech, the tech side is not great tonight. That, so that's because Paddy's bear on with the desk. Me. There, no. <laughs> oh, I love. I'd love to blame it on him. That'd be, that'd be so good. Um, no, it's uh, yeah. Um, I I I'm dead excited about this because as I say in the the in the editorial I tell a little story about this my connection with Jurassic Park is I always wanted to see um a Jurassic Park that didn't happen yeah mm. and uh, and it was all based on Westworld to me because yeah. I loved when I saw Westworld as a kid um, I just stayed up one late one night. I think it was on BBC Two, and it it actually is. It sort of felt a bit art housey at yeah. the time. You know, it is actually quite intelligent that film. Yeah. Um, and I was blown away. 
in in many ways, like I say, the gunslinger, I think they based the Terminator on him. Yeah, very you much know, so. yeah, the very, unstoppable very machine. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the first time I'd seen that sort of scenario. Loved it. And when I but what I loved about it, which Jurassic Park even though Jurassic Park is an amazing film and lots of fun and great to me it wasn't the theme park gone wrong that no. I was wanting I wanted to see a theme park with dinosaurs and it all go wrong and all the customers getting gobbled up like an Alton Towers gone wrong yeah. sort of scenario yeah. and that's like normal though with Alton Towers oh yeah absolutely <laughs> but but that's why I'm quite excited about Jurassic World yeah it's the one we want yeah. let's hope it delivers yeah I mean, you know, Yul Brenner was dead, so they couldn't bring him back by then. Well, my God, though, the uh, mm. he was sort of dead in the sequel, Future World, wasn't he? There was just a scene with I, him in. It mm. was just embarrassing. Do you remember uh, the advert that, that Bill Hicks used to do about um, Yul Brenner? No. That? no. I'm Yul Brenner, and I'm dead now, because I smoke cigarettes. Oh! Does anyone remember this? When Yul Brenner died and came out with that commercial after he was dead? Does anyone remember that? I'm Yul Brenner and I'm dead now. What the fuck's this guy selling? <laughs> guy crawled through the earth to get a residual check here. I'm Yul Brenner and I'm dead now because I smoke cigarettes. It's pretty frightening, you know. But they could have done that with anybody. They could have done it with that Jim Fix guy just as easily. I'm Jim Fix and I'm dead now. I don't know how the fuck it happened. <laughs> I jogged every day, ate nothing but tofu, swam 500 laps every morning. I'm dead. Yul Brenner drank, smoked, and got laid every night of his life. He's dead. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yul Brenner's chain-smoking, drinking, 15-year-old girl sitting on his cue ball noggin every night of his life. I'm running around a dewy track at dawn. We're fucking both dead. God damn it. He did do that. There were two people, Yul Brynner, when he was terminal to the point where they told him he'd got two weeks left. He did yeah. an anti-smoking ad. Yeah. And, and um, Bob Monkhouse was in one, oh, right, way yeah. after he was dead yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and, so there's the link with, between Yul Brynner and Bob Monkhouse when you're down the pub yeah. tomorrow you can you know <laughs> hey do you know what the link is between yeah I, we're playing tenuous links tonight yeah. but <laughs> I, I'll tell you something though that, that Bob Monkhouse trailer if you've not seen it you go on YouTube and watch it it's actually really quite effective Oh yeah, because because he's there at his own grave, going, oh, I'd still be here now, you know, and all that. Then he tells that classic gag, you know, I I wanted to, um, it, I didn't, I wanted to pass away. I, what I can't remember the gag now about it, the. I, I wanted to pass away peacefully, not kicking and screaming with like my father. Is that one of the yeah, passages right. on the bus? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tr- trust yeah. trust me to ham-fistedly yeah, well, get, as get, well, so get, that, get yeah. that point across. Just when you thought it was safe to turn on your TV again, here I am. Gosh, four years already. Doesn't time fly? I wanted to die like my father, quietly in his sleep. Not screaming, terrified like his passengers. The man's accident prone. I can still hear the screams. What killed me kills one man per hour in Britain. That's even more than my wife's cooking. <laughs> Let's face it, as a comedian, I died many deaths. Prostate cancer, I don't recommend. 
I'd have paid good money to stay out of here. What's it worth to you? But yeah, the um, I I just thought I thought that was that was a great advert that and and yeah. and don't you think it's amazing that someone when they're terminally ill and let's face it right if you're told now you've got two weeks yeah you've got two weeks there's a lot of stuff you've got to do in the on that yeah. list I got, mean that got, that's got to a big the list bag off for a oh god get the, <laughs> I've got to make yeah if Martin got two weeks to live I'd be right I need all these articles in and we. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to make yeah. an advert. It's not, it's not I even know. joking. I know. No, I'm not joking. No, I can't do it on my own. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be lost. I'll be blubbing. Um, but, but the thing is, it's, it's like you've got a big list like that, and then you go, all right, I'm going to give up an afternoon. Now you think an afternoon to film something like that? Oh, well, that's that's it's an afternoon, whatever. No, that's if you then look at two weeks as your lifespan. Yeah, an afternoon is what is a pretty big. It's ten percent of your life you're giving away, um, so I was always impressed with that, and I was always impressed with your Brenner because he he did do the King of Siam bit and adopt loads of kids as well that yeah. all came to live with him. And apparently, when I and, and this is and this is not me showing off or whatever, I'm just saying I'm, I'm showing off in a way, but I'm not in that I was chatting to Robert Vaughan, but we were <laughs> we, but yeah yeah but Clang. I I went to take him out for a meal. And he just went, yeah, I want to go to that TGI Fridays, yeah, because <laughs> I want burgers. And yeah. this was about oh, 14 years ago, 13 years ago. And then I went, okay, fine. And we went there. Um, we did get a load of hassle, though. People were constantly coming up and, and you know, but but he, um, yeah, he was, he, he said, well, we were chatting, having a burger at TGI Fridays. He went, I, I said, Bloody hell! He, he, I, I say, and um, you don't mind me asking you a couple of questions about some stuff. And he went, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine, you know." But he said, "Just, just be aware." He said to me that you might have some crazy version of how great it was, but I was just on a job, really. It was like a carpenter trying to talk about some table he's made or whatever. It, yeah. We were just working, and we didn't get how important it all was. And I went, yeah, it's just that Yul Brynner's great, quite a fascinating character, isn't he? And I just wondered what you had to say. He went, well, he was, and I really, really liked him, but yeah, he, he, there was something really strange, because after um, he'd started doing The King and I, all these movies, he did have a throne, yeah, <laughs> that was on set. <laughs> And apparently, in between takes and stuff, he would relax. He would go and sit on a throne, and he liked to sit in uh, on a throne. Yeah, and I don't mean the other type of throne. Yeah, either. and yeah, and 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 I thought that's mad, that, isn't it? Yeah, what he said, he's sitting on a throne, and and in between takes and stuff, and he'd be there. He'd, he said, and I said, so what? He was what? Bit, and he went, no, he was being really nice, but he'd just sit on a throne. He had a throne that was delivered on each movie he made and you'd sit there and then in between takes if you went up to him and chatted to him he'd just be the guy that you were chatting to working with but he'd be there with his slippers on and his whatever in between <laughs> takes and I thought isn't that odd maybe it's the most comfortable thing in the world for him. maybe well, he had piles and I know he loved being the king of Siam in, in, in effect because he went on if you actually look him mean look up on Wikipedia and have a quick check of what he did he was constantly playing that part from when he did the film right to not long before he died. He did on stage, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he carried yeah. on playing it on stage shows going all over the place, you know. And uh, King and I is a, is a really good musical. Hmm? And I'm not, I, I'm not a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
There you go. You've, you heard it here first, folks. I know, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm yeah. just... See, I'm not massive. Blues Brothers is about as close as... It. Bugsy Malone, to be honest, as well. Right. right. Yeah. Musicals on, are great if, if they've got good music. On this show, I have constantly championed one musical that if you're not into musicals, you need to see, and then it might, it might, it'll either kill you or cure you. Yeah, You'll either watch it and go... Actually, I've been wrong. I'm going to watch a few of these. Please or you're going to go, cats. no, totally wrong. No, no, no. Umbrella, umbrellas of Sherbrooke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. That'll either get you into them or you've definitely decide you've made the right choice and you don't want any part. The, the problem with musicals is this. Singing. We all have bad days. Oh, the singing. Look. <laughs> I mean, right, have you seen... Here's another one. I'll throw one at you. Um, the age you are, you're a bit younger than me, so let's just do um, Xanadu. No, I've not seen that. You've not seen that, you see. That had um, Livia Newton-John doing heard a duet it, yeah. with, um, with uh, Gene, Kelly. Gene Kelly. And all the dancing and all the rest, and it sort of mixed a lot of 80s um It was very energy. 80s. And yeah. it, it's so 80s, it's untrue. You can't you go know? wrong with Gene Kelly, though. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. It was but a bomb, though. But you're saying that, but you don't like musicals, but you like Gene Kelly. So wh- why do you like Gene Kelly? All right, how about there you Ke- how about Gene Kelly's weirdest role? Go on, as Evil Knievel's mechanic in what? Viva Knievel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? God, I don't. With Leslie God, Nielsen as the bad guy. Oh, my God. You've That's got when, me when that he was excited. doing serious stuff, yeah. Right, you've got me that excited that I just want to go out and watch that right now. <laughs> Do you not remember it? No, I don't Viva remember Viva Knievel, it. yeah. No, because you remember when the evil Knievel madness of, of the 70s, yeah. I was so young that, that I didn't really understand that he wasn't, like I, I didn't get what he really, really did. I thought it was all exaggerated, and mm. that he was more of a comic book character yeah. to me. Yeah. And then when I got the, I started getting all the like the cycle with the yeah. rev up thing. And by the way, can I just say it never worked for me. I could never <laughs> get him jump over no. anything. I couldn't get <laughs> him jump like, over. <laughs> yeah, he just went everywhere, and 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 it used to always get my grandma with arthritis in her kneecap. Yeah, as she was walking past, and she'd just be crippled in agony for yeah. half an hour. And I was thinking, God, oh, this is a high price to pay for my entertainment. This, yeah. You know, as he does uh, it again. Yeah, I know. And that's what that's what got me. Mm. Um, but I, I just don't. I don't know. I and and can I say, I didn't think that that Snake Canyon. Um, everyone gets mm. confused by Evil Knievel, by the way. Yeah. I think that they did that jump over the Grand Canyon. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. wasn't. No, it was um, Snake River Snake Canyon. River Canyon. Yeah. yeah. And um, but I didn't believe that really happened. In a steam-driven rocket. Yeah, but I didn't believe that really happened. I thought that was nonsense because that was another toy. Because you know when yeah, you get Wave One, is is literally him on the bike. Wave two had you built had, that round it, didn't you? It was yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. And you had the uh, the 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 canyon jumping, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. And then you uh, after that, and this is the bit that I absolutely loved. There was a um, there was a van, and it had all his tools. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all <laughs> stuff that he repaired the bike with and mm. all that. Yeah. yeah. And then at the back there was a ramp. So you could put the ramp on the back of the thing, and then all and of a sudden, that truck. was great. This was great mm. to me because this is how my mentality was as a kid. 
um, I could then put all my evil Knievel stuff in the back of the van. Yeah. Yeah. We drive around the house or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> just like that, drive around the house. <laughs> my imagination. Yeah. Um, it's only last and then week. And then we, yeah, I know last week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I drive around the office now, actually. Um, and then you pull up and then, and then yeah, the ramp goes on that. And then, yeah. you, oh, you're ready to rock and roll, aren't you? You know, but, but, you know, I think like you can even think in religious terms about this toy concept because who is it that's winding that handle for us? Oh, ah, deep stuff. There you go. Very it's deep. deep stuff. But I love, don't you think them toys were great? Oh, they were absolutely one of the best toys ever made, yeah. And he was very bendy, wasn't he? The yeah. arms. Yeah. Very bendy. the hands and the feet off, actually. He'd he, he yeah. had so For many bro- broken bones, he would be yeah. bendy. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. He, he, he broke. He's, he's, I'm not sure whether it's an urban myth, but they say that he broke every bone in his body. Uh, yeah. He was, he was pretty close. Yeah, Even but, after his first big crash, that one at um, yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. But you know, his, um, what's his, his kid's name? Now, Robbie. Robbie Knievel, yeah. He's still doing stuff, isn't he? He is. Well, Robbie Knievel actually um, beat... They did um, a Daredevil's, like, face-off thing. Yeah. And it was Robbie Knievel versus Eddie Kidd. Matt Murdock, nowhere this inside. This was in uh, <laughs> 90, early 90s, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie Kidd won. So yeah. he, was the, he was the world champion of Daredevil's. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Eddie Kidd, I can't... Re- I, I remember is this. Is he paralysed now? Unfortunately, yeah. Yes, yeah, I thought it was the one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I saw him in Manchester, though, in the... a grim, grim show, this, isn't it? Doing a, doing a stunt show. So, yeah, do, you, do you remember a show, <laughs> yeah. and I can't remember when it was on now, maybe 70s, 80s, where there was it was sort of Eddie Kidd sort of related, where they were doing stuff on bikes, yeah. Oh, Kickstart. Kickstart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it good. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was Ace Kickstart. I don't even Narrated like by bikes Peter Purvis. like that. Yeah. Oh, oh God. See, here See, we go. Doctor Who link there. Yeah. Doctor Who. There was link. a computer game too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that, my that, God. That, yes. That, that Blinkers yes. theme tune that you oh. can add now. That was brilliant, wasn't Indeed, it? That was good. That yeah. if you're listening on podcast. <laughs> There's the advantage. See, you've got to listen both. You've got to listen live you because know. if you listen live, when I go and say something about um, Ben Kingsley... You're not yeah. going to hear any of that on you the podcast. You won't hear that on yeah. the podcast, so no. that's the reason you listen live, but the other thing you won't hear because you uh, weren't listening to the podcast, yeah. so it swings and roundabouts, and Ben Kingsley gonna... is a ballant. <laughs> Well, they... Actually, you might hear that on the podcast because <laughs> I think we all agree on that one. Uh, you're used to it. Oh yeah. 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 I was going to oh. sing the theme tune then, but what was actually in my head, I think, was Thomas the Tank Engine. So I think that was quite wrong. Yeah, probably good job you did. Yeah. Because, because that'd be the next jingle they? for the year show. But there were a lot of these shows, weren't they, where people were like, um, that you'd get like, oh, people like bikes now. Let's do a bike show. Yeah, yeah. Let's do whatever show, you know. Well, totally, and it's yeah. like that. And it must and, have been great. You got to... that. Sorry, it must have been great to be a um, a producer in the 80s. I think you could basically greenlight anything if you oh had God, the tilt. But, but it was like anything, though, wasn't it? It's like, oh, skateboards are big now. Let's do, do, We've got to do something <laughs> on that. And it was like anything like that. I, mean, I guess we still do it now, but there's, it's that rare that things become a craze now. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. There's not many crazes. Crazes. 
That's, that's true, there's, a, there's a new craze coming out with uh, Tom oh, Hardy pl- playing yeah. both of them. Uh, <laughs> playing uh, both the craze? Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, that's odd, isn't it? Because the Grey Twins did look massively different. Yeah. Mm. They really did. If well, he's you got, actually gla- look he's got at glasses on and one of them, and glasses off on the other. Yeah, yeah, Superman Grey and, and Clark Kent Grey. Oh, yeah. my God. Did you like the uh, the actual mo- the, the movie with Billy Whitelaw? It was okay. Though? No, you didn't. You no. mean the one with the um, camps? The camps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually not bad. But it's but right. I think the only problem with it is that we know that they are they were terrible people. people. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And and these things always always skip over, don't they? They always skip over. Yeah. You know. Do you know someone's ringing me and they're continually ringing me? Right. I'm just going to answer now. Just, just tell so them you that you're on air. Hello. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm I'm live. I'm live doing a radio show, and this is just buzzing in the pocket. So I'll just introduce all of you. We're going to have this guy on at some stage. His name's Jonathan Thompson. Yeah, and um, Hi, Jonathan. and he just he will just keep ringing. So I thought I'd just answer so that I'd embarrass him into not ringing till I've finished. I'm, I'm at finished at eleven o'clock. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, you can't I'll, have a protracted conversation. Listen, I'll give you. Yeah, yeah. He's doing a good. Right. I will. I will give you a bell straight away tomorrow. So we're yeah. coming back All to right. the last world. Right. Yeah. All right. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, one day, I am going to introduce you all to Jonathan Thompson, and <sighs> I think we should have him on here for an hour. And yeah. you won't, you won't get your head around it. You just won't. And I, that's coming from me. Okay. That that that's actually quite scary. That actually, yeah. we're at, we're at break time now, so um, that's actually pretty good. So shall we get back after this and maybe, maybe talk about do some proper stuff? Yeah, I can't. believe I don't even know what we've been discussing now. It's, it's a we bit did odd. an amazing tangent from Jurassic Park to uh, yeah, Jurassic well, Park well, to Eddie Kickstart. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the Starburst Radio Show. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> And there'll be more of this right after this. Now, for those who have seen The Exorcist, Carrie and Ruby, here is new unspeakable horror in Nurse Sherry. Nurse Sherry, driven to evil in a strange and gruesome story from the other side of life. It's the year's most frightening journey into the hidden world of the supernatural. Living, breathing terror chills your flowing blood and shocks your nervous system cold. In Nurse Sherry, it's more bizarre, more terrifying than your most frightening fears. Don't miss Nurse Sherry for an evening of pleasure and terror. Nurse Sherry, rated R for adults, under 17, not admitted without parent. From Independent International. Speed Shop is a place to discuss, debate, and just waffle on about old and interesting motors, mainly, but not exclusively, of the internal combustion variety. We'll have auction reports, buyer's guides, show previews, and restoration stories to inspire, excite, and occasionally terrify. That's the Speed Shop with me, Steve Berry, here on Fab Radio International. the world 24 hours a day this this is fab radio international 
And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. I know what station I'm on, and I'm ready to Yay. go. Yay! And we're not gonna, we're not going back to the uh, was it was it 1981 or whenever Kickstarter? I don't know. It must have been around. Kickstarter yeah. was was Kickstarter. Sorry, yeah, Kickstarter. Have they let's, ripped let's the name off? Have they ripped to get Kickstarter kickstart back, back? Yeah, that would be awesome. It'd be all it? meta then. Get it? Eddie, Eddie, uh, what's his face that Eddie you've Kid already described? Get Eddie Kid, yeah, in his chair. Commentating like Davros, like Davros, yeah, yeah, that'd be all right. Hey, we've got some emails, <laughs> we've done well here. Um, and and Paddy, he's only just come on first time, yeah. and straight out of the gate, Denj is, is sending something in about him. That's yeah, nice. Denj, who the fuck is Paddy? Sounds like a wanker. <laughs> Yeah, well, you should be sat next to him and watching him do it. Well, there you go. You, 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 I don't know what I say. Um, spot on. Re, where this is from Ed Fortune, our, right. our Ed, our Ed from, Hello, Ed from Roll for Damage and uh, the Butworm podcast on a Sunday. Indeed. See, two plugs in one. There. Well, it is Ed. You're just very, very potent. Yes. It's easy to. It's easy to promote you. Could um, I? Um, could I redenge? Yeah. Um, Woody Allen once said that um, masturbation is sex with someone you love. So that's just for you. There you go. See, see what you've done now. You've got uh, you've 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 bit off more than you can chew, it, Paddy. You won't <laughs> take your nonsense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Re Ed says re Westworld and Terminator. Though I have to say that um, spot on re. Sorry, I'll try and read this properly, shall I? Right. Spot on re Westworld and Terminator. Though I have to say that that because I pretty much said that in issue four thirteen in the mag. Yep. Out that's, a good, that's a good reason. Um, Christian Jones is saying, uh, Good evening, all. I've just finished reading Ian Fleming's Bond Adventures and I'm tempted to read the John Gardner series, but what I want to know is, are they any good? Right, okay. Yes, come to the right fella, because I've read them all. And here's the thing it starts out with its heart in the right place. John Gardner does not read like Ian Fleming. He's a standard sort of thriller writer. He sees his his sort of James Bond is a little bit more born born identity type Bond than um, Fleming's gritty, ruthless snob. So you start reading it, it's different. He updates it to the 80s um, when you get the first novel, License Renewed. He gives him a Saab 900 Turbo instead of a, um, an Aston Martin or a Lotus. And it's full of gadgets and all the rest of it. He puts him on a lower tar brand of cigarette. Yeah. Ooh. And he, it's all very politically correct. And there's a slightly more maturity in all the shagging because of all the AIDS stuff that was kicking around at the time. Yeah. So they did, they did do that. Interesting one. Uh, License renewed. Personal, I think it's a great cracking read, and it's all about the Laird of Mulcaldy. I think is the villain. He's in Scotland, so you had a Scottish. Uh, he kind of takes on the SMP basically <laughs> in in this novel. So it's it's pretty good. Um, he and the big uh, the big he tr- the big bad guy tries to trigger a China syndrome from Heisham Power Station believe it or not, near Morecambe. So it's quite an odd book. Um, as it, There's a book that brings back Spectre, but brings it back with, obviously, Blofeld's dead, and his daughter, who suffers from the fact she's only got one, one breast, yeah? Um, she literally is the new head of a new Spectre that has uh, come to uh, wreak havoc. So you do get a lot of the... Uh, backstory going backwards and sequels and follow-ons from stuff that went on in the Ian Fleming stuff um it goes a little bit 
uh, Wu Wa later on. The earlier books are better. You might, you will enjoy reading them. They're great if you can just get used to the fact that it sounds very different than Ian Fleming, and it's quite modern and is trying to be, you know, a little bit more at PC. If you can get your head around that, you'll be all right. And and there's different things like Hugh has gone, and there's a a, a little a young lady that's taken over, and she's called Cute, like Q oh. apostrophe U two U T E, but he names her that. Um, there's a lot of gags like that in it, and and it's an interesting, different look at Bond. Personally, I enjoyed them, and I think they're worth a read. And I see them as canon. I do, I do quite like them. Uh, um, but the, towards the end, the um, the publishers got involved a little bit too much. They got him to write differently, and the and the last, the later ones are not great. And finally, the Nadir of all Bond titles. Yeah, I mean, there was one called Icebreaker, which is a great title for a Bond novel. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, I liked uh, it was a good story as well um, you had a lot of it. Broken Claw was one that's a really good Bond story yeah and the bad guy's really great and then you've got one called No Deals Mr Bond <laughs> which is the biggest <laughs> the pile of crap it's unbelievable they'd even call it that and the story's really bad so you I think you're not going to waste your time on them um, who, who else have we got here John Close not Cleese close um good evening gents couple of points i would like to raise with you i would like to think i'm a regular contributor to your wonderful radio show are you sure he's writing into the right one um but have you ever considered doing the show live um uh yeah uh two have you i've i have asked this question before as the ripman show gone on to new pastures i have followed the show for five years it's my replacement for john peel if so you might uh not want to say which station um uh, sat now having a decent beer well John here we go um, Paul Ripley is my mate and together we're very heavily involved in this radio station He's the no, he is the station manager and he owns part of the radio station so he's not going anywhere he's still around to. he's just having a break from the Ripman show while he does some other shows and then he will bring the Ripman show back and he will with a different lineup, different presenters different it, like it's refreshing it you've got to have a break every now and again he did it for five years yep. and he's uh, gra- he's the most professional radio bloke you'll ever you'll ever meet so he is going to be back with a vengeance with more great music We, me and him if you want to listen to Paul Ripley we're on a station called Rhino on Air, which is based in Florida, and we're on around about eight o'clock our time, which is about well four o'clock or whatever in the afternoon um, over there. And we're on a Florida radio station together, and we, me and Paul Ripley, are the Mancunian candidates. So if you want to uh, see a show, or listen to a show that pulls no punches about politics, and and we sort of say as it is our perspective on what's happening in the states we talk about also about what's happening here with elections with politics it's real world stuff it's nothing like we do here and as i've said before i have to behave so it's slightly more professional because i'm not allowed <laughs> to say half the stuff that i get away with on here and, so there is uh, that but it rippers is on a sunday night on fab radio yes he is indeed with, uh, yeah with Stephen wilson he's just starting yeah. that new one yeah. Isn't yeah that's right so so you can yeah. listen to him play oh some yeah records. yeah and also, if you are listening to his new shows you'll obviously know when he's coming back with the ritman show yeah he'll Boom. keep you informed 
Also, if he wants to listen to new music, he might want to tune in on a Tuesday night between 7 and 9 to Paddy O'Hare's Anything That Rocks. Maybe. He might want to do, do you know what? You know. went three quarters of an hour. Me and him had a bet. I said he'd be... <laughs> he'd be I, I I was on about 20 minutes, you know. But yeah, you've do, you done well there, Paddy. I Thanks. tell you, that's brilliant, that. That was an open invitation. <laughs> um, Kerry says, are you excited? Oh, oh, I'd better finish off the other question about is doing it live. A, if there's enough of you want to do that, I would, uh, we'll book a Fab Cafe for a night and no, we'll we do it. No, we need to do it at the Apollo like uh, Kevin Swift did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I've... give away loads of free tickets because no one buys it. <laughs> that is actually what happened. Do you is remember? It? Oh, yeah, they That's gave. The first they, time. They the get, no, time. second time. It was, they sold like the front row and that was it. And they gave tickets they sold away up, to up everybody. to your seat. Yeah. What, James, everybody yeah. behind you. Yeah, I yeah, paid. Yeah, James yeah, saw yeah. Bob get old. Yeah. yeah. That, the first time I went to see it was 20 quid. I went and yeah, paid, it was expensive. paid for it. Yeah. Second time, it was twice as much. They couldn't yeah. give them away. There was, yeah. we, we, we got free tickets. Chris came and so next time, came and next everything. time, next time it's on. I'm I'll just saying maybe yeah, just yeah. hang on hang a little on, bit lean because it back a bit. yeah. Oh, it went like say that went on. Have you seen that C film first thing where? any crap movie that's coming out that no one wants to watch usually a chick flick sorry I'm not being sexist it is <laughs> predominantly 80% of yeah. chick flicks yeah and um, anything that's having a trouble they, they just go oh see film first come to this exclusive premiere at this whatever night and they're just giving tickets away yeah, yeah. and it, it and is a way of trying to do a rest on that yeah, and it went on that, and that was oh that dear. was pretty bad. So yeah, um, as I say, live show. Yeah, if there's enough people want it, I'd do it. I, mean, I want to do a dead grief. show. Good grief, I can't be. Yeah, it'd be even worse than this, though. I'm warning you. Um, <laughs> Kerry, are you excited by this news? Luke Besson started dabbling in sci-fi once again with last year's Lucy. God, I didn't like that film. It was, I don't know. It was just so weak. I, did, I watched it last night. What did you think? Got a bit daft. Didn't you think that the cop, when she started in the car, he gets in the car, all this crazy stuff's going on, and then he starts saying to her, oh, is this all going to be all right? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, okay. Yeah. Do you think he was all right <laughs> with all this stuff? Yeah. This crazy stuff going me. on. Why? Uh, well, you're just there as a reminder. I just right. I just didn't get some of this. Anyway, I'm just saying. It started well. Oh, yeah, it did. It started really well, and it was, it was fun, but good grief um, yeah it, Willie's next his next film uh, will really be his big return to the genre Be Besson announced on Twitter this morning he started work on an adaptation of Valerian a French comic series that's supposed to be a mixed, uh, mixture of space opera adventure and time travel um, but I'm not aware of that actually so oh, yes. yeah you, you're, you're educating up, us of like preparing for this slick show yeah oh yeah it's really slick isn't it um, <laughs> so yeah um, oh oh Denji's back Oh, Denge. Have we got a retort? Shit music, shit paddy, shit radio, get me in there. Then um, it'd be even shitter. Going to watch the island. See okay, ya. okay, Denge, I'll see you later. Um, Hope you don't try. Mac says, and, and this is uh, an interesting one, he says, I'm dreading the Mad Max film as creating one good action scene is hard, creating two hours worth of them, uh, mostly based on formula developed in 1981 is harder, and filling those two hours with stunts from the same small group of haunted men and alpha brutes would be damn near impossible. Well, we all went like a little Starburst tribe. We, went, we finished up at the office early um, yesterday, and we toddled over to the AMC and had my lovely buttered popcorn that you can't get anywhere other than AMC because it's an American company and they don't mind killing you. And um, 
and we saw the double bill Mad so, Max and yeah, Mad Max 2, two yeah. and I've got to say um, I enjoyed Mad Max more than I had yeah. last time I watched it I actually it thought it was so a better film so much better on the big screen yeah yeah but Mad Max 2 was amazing yeah again it's still amazing. You've seen it, have you, Paddy? Yeah, yeah I, you, love, I love the original. Do you which out of them? What did you like the third one though? Because they opted not to put the third one on. Well, I'm why not was surprised. that? Then? It's kind of it was okay the third one until the sort of whole subplot of the sort of Lord of the Flies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing which yeah. is kind of a bit irritating, but Road Warrior. Yeah, it's it's definitely up there as. Well, it's my favourite one, anyway. Oh, I, 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 I absolutely think it's, it's, it's. Well, I mean, what can I say? I like the whole, by the way, the this problem with the title of it at the time because Mad Max they hadn't bothered releasing that in the states, so then they brought yeah. out Road Warrior and everybody loved it. And then when the third one came out, they had a really big problem because they're like, right, everyone knows that film, not as Mad Max Two, they know it as Road Warrior, so they were going to release it originally and they backtracked on it and shit back shuffled they were going to bring out um mad max um the third one was going to be mad max 3 over here and yeah. road warrior 2 over there it's like football scores isn't it <laughs> yeah and and i couldn't i just couldn't get my head around it at all um, but was, that was what they were going to do it was yeah. a bit of a shame the fourth one collapsed with Mel Gibson, I thought, but yeah, well, I would have liked to have seen that. But we're looking forward to this new one. Definitely, yeah, yeah. It's got a good review on StarburstMagazine.com. Uh, Very good review. Uh, everybody else has even said it's good. Not that we read anybody else's stuff, but yeah. <laughs> but but you do you do get the fact that it's it's it is trying to slot in and and I've got to say um, without being rude it's trying to slot in you know I'm surprised you didn't do your pink flute there Martin I know but, I know um, the, yeah the the problem with this is I they, they're calling it an intra sequel yeah oh, now are we aware what an intra sequel is right they're saying that where they, they look at the, you look at say three movies and here you've got Mad Max Mad Max 2 Mad Max 3 and they go oh I don't like telling a story from where Mad Max 3 ends so it's not going to be like Mad Max 4 a sequel we like this sweet spot in between uh, Mad Max and Mad Max 2 um. where he's still got the interceptor he's still got everything going on and and society's sort of uh, on its ass but it's it's it's, it's days of it. yeah it's the sweet spot and they're basically saying as far as i'm aware i might be completely wrong and if i'm wrong please somebody tell me yeah but i i think that um they're basing that this takes place in between the first one and the second one yeah right okay so it's an intra sequel so right. what do you think about intra sequels it's hard to say. Well, I can understand why they've done it because they'd be mired in all that sort of Tomorrow Morrowland sort of rubbish about yeah. after Beyond the Thunderdome, and plus there was no. But prequels are a problem, though, aren't they? They're even and I know they they don't want to call it a prequel; they're calling it an intra sequel. But isn't it a problem that you you absolutely know he's going to survive this film if that's the case? Well, yeah. Yeah. If they'd have done a reboot... And the fact and, they've signed him up for two more months. Yeah, I know. And they're all going <laughs> to take... But here's the problem again with it being... Inter it'll be a sequel to an intra-sequel. Yeah. So these are all going to take place before Mad Max 2. Yeah, unless they jump right. Yeah. I'm then, just unless saying. Unless they go afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, but do. then he doesn't I mean, look Star old Wars enough, Star Wars has done he? a lot of the intra-stuff as well with the 
the Clone Wars and things. That I, slot, I, I totally, I get it. I'm not knocking it. I just say that if if, if someone said to me now, you've got to write um, a story that takes place after uh, Beyond Thunderdome, I'd go, yeah, brilliant, great, and I'd have a crack at it. Someone says to me, do something that fits in between that, and I'm like. God, it's very difficult. You're tied to that at that yeah. beginning, so. and you know he's going to get there. You know he's going to survive, and and I don't know why. I just I just find I've always found that a problem. And I thought even when um, announced, oh, I'm going to do I'm going to do a prequel. I was I was like, well, yeah, but we know, don't we? We know a lot of these characters are going to get through this. We also know who uh, Palpatine is going to be. Most Star Wars fans did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people... I spoke to somebody who, who watched the prequels at the time, and they said to me, oh, my God, he, he turned out to ease the Emperor, isn't he? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, so yeah. there, are, there were two camps on this, <laughs> yeah. you know. Some yeah. people didn't know, but I thought everyone knew that. Isn't that what this new... Is it the rogue one is going to be? Um, That's going to lead up to the stealing of the Stealing the of the plans. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So it'll the, basically this lead is, uh, into... The first Star Wars. Well, this that is an intra-sequel spin-off. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's wow. getting it's getting really bad now, isn't it? <laughs> hey, um, but but it's like the books when when everybody I knew who was into Star Wars were going on at me like, oh, you don't read the the books, you don't. And I'm going, well, I don't really read the books because I'm not sure that they're going to be adhered to anyway. And I was right, wasn't I? Yeah. They hey? are being, yeah Boy, yeah. was I right on that? They soon. Away from yeah. Um, so all that was a waste of time reading all that, and then to me. And then you get, um, and and I want to know, I want to see the story moving forward. And they're just so constrained, aren't they? Yeah. Like, like, and when, and every single one of these books would say at the beginning, this takes place in between, blah 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 blah. And you're like, oh Christ! And you, for the first third of the book, you're trying to just remember where this, <laughs> yeah. this is. Um, Plus, you've got preconceptions then about yeah, where the story's going to go. And... Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard this people moaning about. I'm trying to introduce my kids into Star Wars. Um, what order do I show them in? Do I let them watch four, five, and six, and then give them the prequels to fill it in? Yeah. Or do I let them start at episode one and move forward? And you get this argument going on now. Yeah. yeah. It's a proper geeky argument, but it everybody is. they do have it. But you need to see them the way we saw them, I think. Yeah, I think you do. Well, the shock of Darth Vader is is that being is it's meant to be the shock. Who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have that shock. It's clearly, uh, you know, you're you're almost like, oh, can we just reveal that because yeah. we know what's what's going on? Yeah. But it's 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 one of them. But you know, I have so many arguments over the prequels with people. Anyway, just keep going on about it. This. I think there'll always be arguments he, about the he raped, he, he raped my childhood and all that, and then we're like, well, yeah, he changed cinema. Yeah, he created modern cinema for us guys. I mean, he gave us uh, the world's greatest special effects unit. He gave us yeah. the best possible audio um, way of listening to a film, and the guy did so much. And then when he sold. They, no one gave him a pass then going oh Star Wars will be in good hands now he's gone and all that which is so harsh because the guy sold Lucasfilm because he was so disheartened with all the grief he got and then he gave his money away that he got for it all of it yeah yep. what does the guy need to do to make up for Jar Jar Binks <laughs> do you know what I'm saying it's well, like oh, come on now it's done we still love you, George. If you yeah, 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 he, yeah. He he is a great, a, a, an amazing filmmaker. We'll yeah. yeah, yeah. But you see what I mean? In its place in in the history of cinema is huge. 
yeah, and, and yeah, everyone, all everyone can have a go at him is over. Oh, I didn't like CGI. I don't like Jar Jar Binks. I don't yeah. like. Well, great. Okay, you didn't like them three movies, but there's the other three. Go and make the film yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or go and watch Howard the Duck. Or something. You know, I mean, I get it. I get it. I mean, I, if you actually listen to it, he, he got some misconceptions, and this it's hard to get into his head on some of the prequel stuff. I actually like him a lot. I love Revenge of the Sith. I really mm-hmm. do. Um, but, I like Revenge of the Sith. Oh, I love that film. The first twenty minutes of that, I just boom. It, it, you can't keep up with it. But the and it's dark as well. It's everything everybody wanted. But yeah, I've got to say the it, when you actually see his interview, this one on YouTube where he he goes on about um, casting Christiansen, and he and he goes, yeah, he's like this. He's got this great. Um, James Dean vibe to yeah. him and all that and I'm like no George he's not he hasn't. He, he hasn't first of all you're always looking for a really good actor somebody that really has a lot of craft and is really very talented action who fits the part that you've created for the role of Anakin we um, had a formal screen test 102 take one Mark to be honest I went in with no expectations I really wasn't thinking that you know oh I really want this part it was just wow you know that's George Lucas this is cool <laughs> And in this particular case, I was looking for somebody who was very boyish and young, but had sort of a James Dean, sullen edge to him. Annie. Anakin. Annie makes me sound like a little boy. You look at those eyes, and there's just so much happening there. Hayden had all the elements of the character. Don't try to grow up too fast. I am grown up. Well, James Dean doesn't act anyway, so... I know, but at least he, he <laughs> was a presence. He, he was a screen presence, like Grace Jones. She can't act, but yeah. you have her in in a corner somewhere on a, a film set, and she's giving something to the cinema, you know. Whereas that guy, oh, Obi Wan, always makes me do this and all the all them. <laughs> those scenes were just awful to watch. Them, yeah. them bits. You know. Emo Vader. Yeah, I know. It's it's no good. God, we're coming up on the news. We've got something like one and a half minutes of something quick. There we go. <laughs> that, that's usual for me. That's over to yeah. you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, do a quick one with the uh, the cosplay girl. It's yeah, got, got absolutely. Full, ser- full series. How did that happen? Yeah. How can you get a full series when you've not shown the pilot? There's yeah. a question. I mean, they, they, you don't even know if it's any good. They've been the Wonder Woman thing just out of that pilot. Of, yeah, I know. You know but we, we hadn't seen the we pilot. We didn't officially get to see it. If it you, the whole idea I thought of a pilot is you put the pilot on and then we all go, oh, I like that, or yeah. I don't like it. But this is what they do, though, isn't it? In, Madness. In, in America, is they do these test screenings and then some bunch of numpties in a room decide what yeah. the rest of us are not going to like. I mean, you know. I, I, she turned up, um, the uh, Palicki, Adrian Palicki, turned up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as um, Mockingbird, um, the, who was on it, in the comic books the wife of um, Hawkeye, but they couldn't have that because he's tied up and Remboy and all that. They'd have yeah. to pay him a fortune being it. So they made him a part, her a wife of somebody else. Um, big. Uh, and she she's a very physical actress. I mean, I would have thought, I have only seen I've seen a rough cut of the Wonder Woman pilot um, mm. she was pretty yeah she was killing people you know in it right it wasn't that bad actually yeah yeah she was killing people oh yeah yeah the, so bad guys were just getting the throats caught and they were getting booted in the bollocks and everything yeah in wow. that. oh yeah seriously even Elizabeth Hurley was alright yeah yeah I'm just saying but 
I, well, we'll never know, will we? Uh, you know, it's one of them things, but she's doing all right. And she, I haven't seen the end of this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., although I've it got was... it waiting for me. I've don't got, don't ruin it. Have you got a preview disc, have you? I have got a preview disc, yeah. Because it's not on over it all I know. next week. I know, I know, but there you go. But, yeah. Yeah, they, you've got to look with what yeah. we have to go through. There's got to be some privileges, and, and yeah, you got and, all the perks. You, oh, don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Well, we've got to uh, give over to the news now, so we're going to have a uh, uh, see what's going on in the real world, and we'll be back in a few minutes. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Rebecca Foster. Anything that rocks with Patty O'Hare. Only on Fan Radio International. Embrace the alternative. 4 4. Seven, eight. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Hand, hand of the frog. Hand of frog. The hand of frog. Taking you on a fantastic voyage through the decades of progressive rock, psychedelia, fusion, and a whole host of other weird stuff. Every Saturday, 8 till 9 p.m., only on FabRadioInternational.com. Tiger Lounge, the bar that's home to all things kitsch. 5 Cooper Street, Manchester. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International and we've got emails Way. isn't that good yep and we'll start with uh, I am Cosmic Soup Rich um, who's always yeah. listening and we appreciate you Rich it's good hi all great show as always no matter what Mike thinks uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I just have did a you tremendous leave the fa- did you leave the faders up and all that? <laughs> listen I have a tremendous sense of, of self awareness that's yes. all um, the phone call was a particular highlight he just does my head in though what can I say um, what are your thoughts on the news that 28 months later is in early development and do you think if the stories are good it will have enough money thrown at it to make a decent film hope the chaos continues what chaos what's he talking about 28 days so, later so, oh right yeah, yeah it must yeah. be that it can't <laughs> be us. no um, I was having this conversation in the office when we're before and I thought that the modern zombie renaissance was triggered by 28 days later really rather than, than Shaun of the Dead because that was the first time where you know they'd, it had been attacked in a sort of modern approach yeah um, and now, yeah, here we are. We got Walking Dead. We got uh, the offices inundated with zombie uh, movies and zombie novels. Actually, we're going to uh, we've, we've, we've got one coming up later, but it's a different one. Are you sure? It's very different. But they all say that, Martin. Don't no, they? no, no. This they is all a, say their zombies are, are bigger than the other zombies. This, this know? is a zombie movie you've never seen before. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you absolutely sure? Absolutely, hundred percent. It's not 100% the seventeenth remake of, of Night of the Living Dead. There's, there's not a crusty yeah. face in sight. Yeah. Do you know why they keep remaking that, Paddy? What's that? Night of the Living Dead it keeps getting remade by people. Yeah, we know. Do yeah. you? Do you know that? No, I don't. Right, here we go. Go on. Tell it, it. It's because it's, it's out of copyright. 
they did they left they out the ah, they left out the not, the year and the copyright notice so it went out on release and everybody can do what they want with it yeah and that's why everybody remakes night of the living dead but so you, there like you a go. Fund, like a thunderball kind of thing yeah, yeah. but oh, you, yeah, you yeah. can't use the remastered versions yeah. or the rejiggered versions yeah. if you're going to release it on a disc because yeah. they're copyrighted yeah that's it if yeah. only that was true yeah. for star wars yeah <laughs> indeed <laughs> well anyway as as i was saying there rich we uh, i love 28 days later but i'm yeah. a big fan of the sequel i thought that was great yeah. i thought um I thought that was really, really uh, good. In fact, it was, what was it, 28 hours later, 28 days later, 28 months later, 28 years later. Yeah, that should have been the one. That's what we're talking about, aren't we? Um, I can't wait to see 28 years later, actually. 28 months, yeah, that'll be interesting. And they're good films, though. They're good films. They've got a good idea behind them. They're not pretending to be zombies, so I'm not offended when they start doing the uh, sprints across the road and all the rest of it. Um, although, I don't know after a certain point how, how long it had last. I mean, these guys do die when you kill them in a certain way, don't yeah. they? You know, so in a way, they're a modern vo- for version of zombies. And yeah, you know what? Why won't it? Why won't it work? It's a good idea. The first one was. I don't understand. There's a bit of hate for the second one, but I love the second one. I particularly like. Do you remember the bit where the helicopter, with its helicopter blades, was mowing down? Yeah, a load that's of what them? they have in it. Oh, that's brilliant. But it would have just snapped. <laughs> yeah. What? What are you saying? <laughs> the helicopter with the helicopter blades. What would it have normally? Rotor blades. All right, I said it wrong. But, but, <laughs> oh, God. oh God, and that's it. Kids are wise ass. Look, look. Wow. They call me Mr. Oh, pedantic. Yeah, pedantic night. This, isn't it? Good Lord. Right, John oh, Close. God. Thank you so much for the information. It is noted, and I will listen to the American station. We'll be looking forward to the live show, and we'll inform my other geeks of the universe. You do that, John, because yep. it will be good, and you will you'll enjoy it. it. It gets a bit heated that because there's a bit of politics involved and all that. Denji's uh, fine. Maybe the final one off Denji. Uh-oh. I don't know. Because it sounds like he's he's done. He's doing. Has he actually gone got to rid watch of the island now? Or? No, he's saying ha 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 ha. He is a real wanker. Tell him I won't be listening. Paddy wank. <laughs> How did he know your real name? You know, you keep, you, you keep saying this, dude, but you carry on sending emails, so I that know. leads us to believe that yeah. you are still listening. Uh, yeah, he's not. Oh, he's not. He's got to start following you on Twitter, I, you know. I haven't even. He <laughs> hasn't even given me a name. Do you mean he's going to start following me on Twitter? The new <laughs> website oh, yeah. that I'm yeah, going to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's for just for people like him. But, just for, yeah. but what's annoying is, I am had a name. He hadn't renamed me. No, no, He'd no. Gone and singled you out for special treatment. I feel. But, yeah. Has he renamed pretty. anybody else? No, 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 no. It's oh, just no. you, well, literally. You go. you've, oh, you've obviously got under his skin. Indeed. He's seen your well, picture. Well, thank you, Dengars. <laughs> Dengars. <laughs> um, Julie B. Hello. She says, and she does do the O's. By Ooh. the way, I didn't do that. Make that up like being dynamic radio, Mike. Yeah. Oh, radio, <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can you say happy birthday to my partner in crime, Mark? We are listening while hitting the gins. Love, Julie. I tell you, that's good. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. See, you hey, we've, we've got a musician in yeah, here as well. He is. As well as Paddy. He's Sometimes. in. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he is Get a out, professional, mu- professional <laughs> musician. He's, yeah, he's a semi professional musician. And, um, everything. Semi-pro. And, and, and he, he has he, given another plug. What's that? 
your show she might want to listen to she likes yeah. music oh you like music you might want to listen to uh, Paddy O'Hare's Anything That Rocks on fabradiointernational.com Tuesday oh. 7 to 9 and if you're local to the Manchester area where can she see you perform <laughs> well there's a, apart uh, from leaving the curtains open <laughs> <laughs> I I reckon he does. Well, do if that. De- if Deng's I'm, listening, yeah. he, he can see me perform in the Tardis studio through the webcam. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, that's probably, that that's probably why he's calling you that. Oh, he's, see, he's seeing your dance. God, he's not working. <laughs> I thought that was switched off. I, don't, it's ne- I, I never know whether that's on or yeah, not. Yeah, I know it's insidious. Just try and behave I, myself I think in here. Paul's using it to keep an eye on us. Yeah, um, so make sure we're not drinking. Yeah. Ed's, Ed's back, Ed Fortune. Hello, Ed. The Bookworm did a live show at Nine Worlds, and we're looking at doing one at Edgelet. I yeah. don't even know what Edgelet is. It is something that we're promoting and we're part of. Okay. Ah. Okay, I do know what it is. I'm going to find out afterwards and then I'll pretend that I knew all along. Yeah. Um, they're hilarious <laughs> we're, we're, and scary for no crap. Look, yeah. there's a lot going on. It's not Ed, Ed's fearless, um, though. He loves yeah. doing that sort of stuff. I know. On the subject of Bond, I've started reading the John Sinclair stuff, which is best described as Constantine meets the Persuaders. Interesting stuff. I've not read that. I'll take your word on it. Really looking forward to Fury Road. Looks amazing. Also, the name reminds me of Board Game Thunder Road, but then I would. I love that board game. Do you know what's so cool about that board game? It was a road, and then you'd disappear off the end of it and then you'd re you'd get two bits of road and then as you got to the end of that you'd take the other bit of road up and put it in front of the front bit yeah right and then anybody who was on the last bit has gone you've lost them you've outpaced them they've gone yeah right yeah and then you could have an ongoing road duel because you'd have two pieces of big road with all the grid on it yeah. and then you'd go oh you've on to the end bit and then that comes up and becomes the next bit so it keeps it's a rolling road oh, do you right. get that that's alright so it's, it? it's like it's like yeah. the chase in Wallace and Gromit where he's putting the track down in front yeah yeah of yeah, yeah exactly it's just like that yeah <laughs> see you know, there you go a better way of you know what I, I, I think yeah. we've got a new guest for the bookworm oh yeah Mr. Rice uh, I think you should come in I, on a Sunday yeah, morning I would, be, I would be exposed as a complete charlatan I do not read enough books I do not but have you can enough co- time you can, you can I can go books, you can go on and talk about time. the James Bond books oh that Ed will have you on oh I'd do that I'd do that Ian Fleming's oh god I'd love to do a show on Ian Fleming's Bond books but Bond there special <laughs> there you go Ed make but, it so the right guy um, I, they, they are they are literary uh, classics and um what can you say Jay Thornton this is a long email but it's worth reading out maybe I am just becoming an old curmudgeon but does anyone else feel that special effects have become main characters in too many movies oh absolutely oh yeah without a doubt in fact they're the reason that they're getting bums on seats some of these films you go and see it without that there's nothing left Uh, looking at current and upcoming movies it seems that special effects are becoming the main reason people go to the theatres sorry but I think that's just wrong absolutely yeah well I can't argue with that and and I think special effects have always been to me a way of making a part of the story come to life they should enhance not take over yeah I feel the same way about product placement where to me if you have it in if it it actually can add to something and make it, it more realistic. Yeah, because, you know, you want yeah. to see a Coca-Cola. You yeah. want to see, yeah. you know, you don't want to see... Yeah, but you shouldn't have a piece of dialogue introduced in the film no. where they go, oh, what's your favourite brand of cola? Yeah. I love Coca-Cola. It's the taste of the... And, yeah. and it's like crazy. The trouble is, though, it happens. isn't it, with um, with modern special effects is that you can pretty much do anything. Mm. Whereas Nothing back in surprise, the 70s and 80s... You couldn't do anything, no. so you had to think of yeah. creative, imaginative solutions. Oh yeah, yeah, as a way round that. And, and they were obvious. 
often more interesting and than the thing itself. Can yeah. I say there's a weird um, thing going on now where we're at a point in uh, evolution of cinema or whatever you want to call it where we are at a point where those effects that impressed you the most back in the day mm. are the ones that you see now and look the worst. Mm. And it's just, it's about like, for example, the Terminator with the face and the eye and yeah. all that, yeah. and he's at the sink looking in the mirror. That blew my mind at the time. Yeah, and he looks very plasticky now. My it? God, yeah, me and me and him went to an all nighter watching sci fi films, and that was on. And that bit, yeah, everyone was kind of laughing. And that was, <laughs> and these yeah. were fans, you know, the, yeah. The, you know, but we're all going, oh my word. But yeah, well, they. Yeah, you know, what I mean, can you the, do? The encouraging thing is that um, that it's going back in that direction a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Certainly with the new Star Wars. The Star yeah, Wars, they yeah, know yeah. That it needs to look practical. They, this email goes on a bit further and it says, uh, this rant has been initiated by my visit to CinemaCon where we get to see lots of trailers and even full movies before they are revealed to anyone else. The slate this year and into the next couple of years is filled mostly with prequels, sequels, reboots. What, no intra-sequels? <laughs> Bloody <laughs> um, our previously successful movies and each one seems like it has to outdo the previous version in terms of the special effects mm. I yeah I get it I get where yeah. you're coming from where is the storytelling imagination in Hollywood do temples always have to be what studios think are safe bets do audiences only care for endless endless fight scenes or chase sequences this undoubtedly sells lots of tickets but there's no restraint anymore in these films more is better is the mantra but is it new listener from St Pete's Florida well absolutely Jay, um, wow. thanks for joining us as a new listener because that's always good to have new listeners and not old listeners going we're never going to listen again yeah um, which which, you, which know, you might think after this but yeah well maybe but I'm just going to say um, one that I think encapsulates some of these um, Jupiter uh, ascending. ascending yeah um, Jupiter ascending you take the special effects and the weird stuff out of that and you are left with a story that is just bibble. It's just Fred it's just Bear and it's absolute yeah. bibble and nonsense. Yeah, um, you just—it's like <laughs> what's the story? <laughs> like the ending of Interstellar that was going <laughs> at last week. Yeah, someone had a go at you. Actually, emailed in to me that okay, maybe they've not been reading the magazine, but but yeah. If there is the anti cheerleader for that film, it's me. It is a load of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You can't hear anything. You can't hear what's going on towards the end. Any time he wants to get emotions across, it's Zimmer that does that, and not the actors. Quite insulting when you've got really good actors, and then it ends like you you're waiting for the payoff, and it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense, and. In, um, in so what he's talking about. So you're trying to say that, Zolan, that, that Nolan props himself up with a Zimmer? I think he... I think, <laughs> I think he uses that to walk along a little. Zimmer, Zimmer is, uh, and I'll go back to what I said before, Zimmer is an audio comb-over. Yeah. And he is. He absolutely is. He, he is. He's about... Oh, you... And, and he is not convincing anyone that he's got a full head of hair with that. <laughs> uh, it's not. We we get it. And, and, you know, and that's, audio that's, hair. That's that's not hairy muff. Hair. You know, <laughs> oh God. you know, hairy muff. What can I say? But at but, least at least somebody's being a bit jingoistic about me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's the way it is. Oh, and we have now um, Naomi Dor is writing in and she says, "What do you do? We think of Lucasfilm being bought by Disney. Is this a, an opportunity for them to redeem themselves after the Hannah Montana movies and the new?" <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. We're going to get into Hannah Montana. Yeah, in a I think you like them, don't you? 
Hannah Montana who wouldn't like is to get into an, Hannah Montana? <laughs> you can't say no, you, that. You can't do that. Right. that Even a... I wouldn't say that. U-tree. And I say some crap. U-tree. Uh, Operation <laughs> U-tree. Then. Yeah, you, Operation U-tree. I've, uh, I've got... I've got that statement. Is that it? Am I, I'm done yeah, now. You're done now. You've gone. Um, and the newswoman says Iranian very weirdly. Uh, Naomi. She um, says a lot of things very weirdly. But we've got um, the biggest fan sat here, so we can't yeah, slag her off. I, I, Who's um, that? Oh, have you lady? seen this? Oh, you mean... Um, Misa Jar Jar Binks, Misa ruined movie franchise. <laughs> she just sent me a, a meme there. It's actually quite amusing. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but yeah, um, I'll be honest with you. Um, Rebecca Forster... Um, says a lot of things quite weirdly, and she I does. am not sure what area of the planet she was born on. Feature story news in Washington. I'm Rebecca Foster. Yeah, but I do the FSN better than you. <laughs> Go on, you um, do. Um, Rebecca Foster, and this is FSN. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a weird sting in a nasal passage. Do you know what? If she emails in just... now saying, I'm upset. Right, I don't want to upset her, but it's a weird bag, isn't it? It this, is. This whole Rebecca Forster thing on the news, I, the the way that she speaks, I do not understand this. No. It doesn't make sense. It's like, I get that someone can be from Britain and then go over there and get a twang and things get amalgamated. I get that people can go... I get that... My God, the weirdest sounding accent in the world has got to be South African. Oh, right. gotcha. Right, that is bizarre. And and yet, I know South Africans that have come to live in the UK and got a bit of uh, British about them, a bit yeah. of Northern about them, and they come out, and they don't sound anywhere near as strange as Rebecca Forster does. I think I'd like to yeah. hear a South African Rebecca Foster. Oh, my God. Oh, you've I just got a, you've got a little thing for her. Washington. Now, I'm Rebecca Foster. Now. Right, um, right, Disney, Re- Hannah Montana, uh, the movie, yeah. is a classic. I've never seen it. It's amazing. Yeah, ten I out see. of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. ten. No, <laughs> not interested. Not bothered. Don't see her as a. Uh, I definitely don't see her as a sexual object. Um, certainly not since she started actually showing the stuff off. That um, makes it even less. Oh, sexy. That, quite disappointed with that. Really. But but no, I loved it. I liked the thing. She was. Um, she was a girl who decided to become a rock, uh, uh, a pop star, uh-huh. and then pretended to be a normal person going to school, having a normal life, and then she'd just put the blonde wig on, yeah, and then become Hannah Montana, and Hannah Montana is her alter ego, so you have the whole superhero thing going That's on, and it. I used to watch the show, and I'm like, oh my god, she's going to gonna discover that she's really Hannah Montana, and all that, and then Hannah Montana, the movie, oh my god, she got exposed as 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 um, Hannah Montana, but it didn't go wrong because she trusted the audience to keep the secret. A bit like Spider Man on that uh, L train. Why are you doing that? That's an amazing film. Why have you gone and dragged that down? I'm t- it's not the it's in Spider Man three, isn't it? Or? No, no, t- the two. second one, yeah, Spider Man two at the end, yeah, no, he not, does do that. Not the new one. Oh, right. The old yeah, one. Yeah, the, the old one, yeah. Spider-Man no, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I love Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And now you've gone over oh, this bit. and Yeah, yeah I'm saying it, it's like that. Yeah, but they're the people in New York and they'll look after him. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's so he good. trusts them. I like It's the that. same thing, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And yet, 
they tried to do that male bonding the people are on side in the Spider-Man remake where yeah. oh let's turn the cranes around so we oh, can swing for each one and everyone just went oh god that's bollocks <laughs> and that's exactly what happened actually we're at break time now so when we get back we've got a review and we've got to talk to Paddy about an event that's going on in Blackpool that's going to be absolutely seismic now you will be permitted to see and hear the sights and sounds of Sadismo, the man on the rack. The girl in the Iron Maiden. The brutal, the shocking, the strange and torturous customs practiced in our world today. Sadismo is an authentic catalogue of cruelty actually filmed in the dark corners of our so-called civilized world. See the forbidden, the wild, the savage, barbaric, primitive cults and customs never before revealed. Sadismo is photographed in startling savagery through the miracle of the probing telephoto camera eye. Sadismo shows every shocking sight, unposed, unashamed. Sadismo in living color reveals the eye-opening truth in the most searing disclosure you have ever known. Sadismo, this is life as it is. Life in the raw. So save us. The Silent Radio Show. Bringing you the best gigs in Manchester and the best music from everywhere else. Three till five every Saturday afternoon. On Fab Radio International. Starburst Magazine, issue 413. Available from a newsagent near you. Or download to your tablet today. Those hands are playing the strangest musical instrument in the world. The only instrument that is not touched by hand. You ask for it. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've got another email on a subject that's been bubbling away for a couple of weeks now. Um, Kev says, um, it, the subject line of this got me intrigued. It says, told you, you have been sussed out. All right. He's saying, while analog and digital terrestrial distribution face a limited uh, capacity and reach, the web can host millions of stations broadcasting worldwide. Every radio station has the potential to reach billions, theoretically speaking, but fascinating. Uh, Imagine what you can accomplish with a strong brand and compelling content for a worldwide audience. This is now leading... Uh, to establish companies such as Global Radio branching into the internet stations under various sub-companies. So this is that thing again where he started out by saying I I was impressed by how professional it was for an independent station how how slick and all that which I don't get based on this show I'm not going to I'm not going to extend that to anybody else but certainly this show And, and I did and these obsessed with the fact that it is global uh, global radio global media mm. um, and we're just some front for this massive corporation and I said last week they wouldn't employ us in a second they'd listen to the test of the show 
and it had become but but he's, yeah, but, he's but we convinced are just, we are just actors ain't we so well yeah so so even now i'm just acting yeah, yeah. so so there we go paddy you you understand some of this global radio stuff well i you? previously worked for a radio station that was taken over you can mention them because okay. we don't yeah, care. Yeah, you can. We don't care. We don't give them monkeys. Okay, Rock Radio. Well, there you go. So, where, of course, I met uh, Steve Berry of this, now of this parish. Of course, yes. Um, so, I know that that's not true. Yeah. Plus, th- there's another thing as well. I mean, surely we would have a ginormous advertising yeah. budget. Yeah. And all the presenters would be making what? Ooh. A hefty sum per yeah. show, and we we yeah. don't want to reveal that that isn't the case, but it's not quite the case. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Um, I, I, yeah. think, I, think, I think them checks have been lost in the post. Oh, yeah, they have indeed. Yeah, we were, we were waiting for him to arrive, but hey, you keep digging there because you. I want you to prove. I want him to prove that this is right because we can all put in the the back pay claim, yeah. right? And that'd be absolutely. I like fantastic. the idea. I do like the idea. Oh God, yeah, but he's just the more I say no, he just goes, oh yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. That just you, proves it. Then. You're just proving it by the way that you're going. I, I don't know what I say the, to him There would be there would be a lot more adverts on this station. Oh, d- a oh, lot more. Yeah, adverts. they would slightly be. You have to think about that. Maybe one. they're all be subliminal. Kev, there's the the genuine argument. There aren't loads and loads and loads of really big named adverts. You see. Oh no, but that might be part of the the scam as well. It is. It's, it's but we've we've just gone now. You can't we're just go being on insidious. We've just got to wait know. two years, three mm. years, and then we can put. We're hooking them like on. heroin, you know, yeah. to this wonderful content. Yeah, and then we're going to inflict bang. it on you in a year's time. Yeah, well, I mean, how long are our links in this in, in this show so far? I mean, they're running around twenty five yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never get a. <laughs> Yeah, you never get longer than a four-minute link on it. This isn't a link. Yeah. This is just us oh, rambling. Oh, oh, no. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a collection of long links. Yes, indeed. Well, there we go. So we'll get on now to the two things I want to try and do in twenty minutes, right? Yes. Which is is going some. Um, first of all, we've seen we've seen a movie, Paddy, that you might like actually, okay. and um, I'll let Martin start, and then I'll I'll give my to Penneth and you can ask us some questions about this said movie it's a zombie movie and I know straight away you're going oh god here goes another one oh dear <gasps> so here we go yeah. yeah it's called What's Left of Us it's just out on DVD this week mm-hmm. uh, it's directed by Christoph Bale I hope I've pronounced his name right it's uh, an Argentinian Don't film do go I'm Batman you want me to go fucking trash your lights do you want me to fucking trash them no, that's Christian. Oh, right, sorry. Bale. Sorry. Bale. I'm glad you pointed that out. This is Christoph. Okay, Christoph Bale. Bale. Yeah. B-E-H-L. And he goes, hey, Batman. Hi. <laughs> but we anyway. We have no idea that he's gay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I just thought I'd point that out. I just want to be yeah. clear. We're we not, have no idea. We're not insinuating that at yep. all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's an Argentinian post-apocalyptic zombie tale but it's actually really just a uh, a love triangle yeah and a very claustrophobic one at that yeah uh i watched it last night you watched it today yes and uh, and i loved watching your reaction to to seeing it i i just i wasn't having a great day i've got to admit this to you yeah and um the acting is absolutely superb right and it the the sense of claustrophobia is amazing, but my 
God, it's unrelenting. Yep. It like takes you down a level, then takes you down another level, and then you're waiting for some sort of relief, and it just goes now down again. And we were, down to we the were talking floor. about uh, films with effects and things, yep. and this is a this is the sort of film we want to see more often. Yep. It's story. Oh, there's no effects in this. Yeah, we, we've said it's a zombie yeah. film. There's yeah. there's one zombie yeah. that you see. I know, but but you're aware that there's stuff out there. Yeah. But you know what? He took a uh, one point in this. The guy takes the wallet out of his uh, jacket to find out who he was. Yeah, they, they bring a zombie yeah. back to the so, house, these three people. Oh, yeah. But you know the bit I'm talking about where he takes the wallet out of his jacket and all that, mm. yeah? Right? Technically, Rob Zombie. Yeah. He robbed a zombie. Robbed a zombie. Yeah. Uh, just saying. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, right. Okay. That <laughs> yeah. didn't work. That <laughs> um, got a nice beard. Moving and, swiftly. And, and on. now we've got that. Uh, <laughs> moving <laughs> swiftly. Tumbleweed dice going on. <laughs> oh, God, no, but seeing uh, his reaction to the end of the film actually was. Um, because you were quite incensed. I, I was like, I was like, there was oh, an God, it's going to go. Um, it's going to go away where you get some sort of relief from this or something. And it just goes, nah. And I'm not going to say how it ends, but my word. It, but it's, it a, takes it's wonderfully you all the way nihilistic. Through. It's wonderfully. Yeah. Um, but but there's an emotional human drama in there. But it's an art house zombie film, or yeah. is it, as Paddy said, this is a new genre. Yeah. Zart house. Zart house, yes. yes. Um, Copyright. Yeah. 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 There we you. go. It's a great film. Yeah, it's well worth it's getting out. It's really, really good. I mean, for I am so sick. I'm just saying now, there we go. Editor of Starburst, here's my position on it, yeah? Um, this whole thing's played out that much. I loved zombie movies. I loved them before yeah. anybody I knew. Romero's I'd a king. Watched, He's, yeah, yeah, I watched Romero uh, from seeing Dawn of the Dead back in the day, just after it had been made, I was hooked. I thought it's brilliant, and I couldn't ever see a point where I just went, "Oh God, what another one!" I am sick of it. I'm sick of watching zombie-related stuff. I'm sick of receiving books based on zombies at Starburst for us to review. It's just absolutely battered to death now. Mm. Yeah, um, to that point. But yeah, yeah. Here we go. I absolutely loved watching this film. Yeah, it's not sort of. Uh, it's not uplifting it's yeah. not uh, oh god no you're no. not going to have a great time with it no not at all but you know it's it's it is are the best damn impressive uplifting though no no but you know you're not going to watch it just to well, it's, it's like the road have you seen the road okay. oh the it's, road it's very similar in tone yeah. to the road yeah the it? road yeah. is okay. is is not a hollywood look at the apocalypse it, it takes you through it and there is not a happy ending there is an ending where maybe things might slightly drift on a little bit better but it's not in any way saying that it's going to be alright see I um, prefer a downbeat ending oh they use, they're, they're is, usually the ones that is, work, yeah. work for us yeah. but but for an um, you know an audience oh totally I'm it's just, difficult well, you remember Blade Runner what happened well exactly you, they you test audience and then they change the ending for god's sake I was going to come to that earlier on because this, yeah. this is it you know we, we get a handful of people that decide to yeah make the best film ever made into yeah, stick a daft happy ending on it. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't need it and a no. voiceover. Going Not in any way. No. Not in any way. I mean, I mean that. I'll be honest. The 
the I say the weird thing is we've I always go on about Blade Runner where I say the weird thing is the actual version that got released. I actually like the voiceover, yeah, because it added yeah. stuff to the story. Um, it's got so a bit I'm of the, not, the Philip Marlowe, yeah, it's yeah, very noirist, and, and, and I I do miss that when I watch mm. the director's cut. Yeah. I like that, um, and it's not always right, but yeah, you couldn't do. Yeah, this film that we're talking about now, yeah, you couldn't have even done this five, ten years no, ago. No, um, it would, it, no. No one would have been interested. Sounds like a thumbs up to me. It is. I mean, it's, it's a great. It's film. not the sort of film you'd, you'd see getting made from a, a British studio or an American studio, uh, but it's a lot of uh, independence now because of the limited budget. Yeah, that they are coming out with some gems like this. Oh yeah, and it, because and it's it all about the impact of the story, and that is what you know cinema should be about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so this was, uh, you know, if you if you've got a phobia for flies, maybe you shouldn't watch it. But it, it's weird, right? They flies are turning up all over the show in this, and mm. and there's a weird buzz on the soundtrack. You get a sense of claustrophobia, and the guy, the main guy. Um, he's doing tattoos of flies on his skin, yeah. And then as he gets more and more deranged, off the plot yeah, mad, the flies keep growing and growing until they tattooing. start to go onto he his gets face. It, and, that, it, it, and the, the other chap yeah. tattooing his back, and yeah, right. it's a it's a symbol of him going mad. It's like a Geiger counter, a sanity. These fly tattoos, yeah. And like I say, I I know I, we're maybe not selling this that well. No, I was going to say, can, you, I, can I borrow this? Though? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. You yeah. can buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I but like I say, it. we'll go on to uh, talking about the comic on now, but in closing, yeah, I mean, it, I'm saying, uh, like, for this, is it, if I was going to give it a review, because we do expected uh, an actual, I would have said expected about four, because I've seen that many zombie mm. things, I can't be even bothered, and actual, I'd give it about an eight. It's a, it's a wow. really, really good film, and that, when you get an expected of that low, and an actual that high, that's a great recommendation. Yeah. That. And, and it's a new genre. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my, my expected was about six because I'd already read a review okay. uh, from John Townsend who wrote it for us. Yeah. And we've actually got an interview with the director in the latest issue that comes out yeah. tomorrow. Uh, yeah, well, I'd read that and I ignored it. Yeah, fair enough. Because <laughs> I just went, I'm sick of zombies. But, but <laughs> So, so just, I, I dropped it down to six for expected. Yeah. Uh, but an eight, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a good strong eight. It's a great film. Uh, you won't. It's one of them where this isn't going to be a film that every time your mates pop round, you go, "Oh, I've got to show you this." Yeah, right, no, no, and it, pop it, it on. It's something you'll you'll watch, but yeah. it, it will stay with you. You'll take it in. It's it, it's really good. Like um, I say, when's it out? Uh, it's out this week. Um, yep. If you go to starbursmagazine.com, we've actually got a competition where you can win a copy and a copy of The Samurai. Yeah, well, there you uh, go. Which is another foreign film, yeah. uh, meant to be very good. I've not seen it yet myself. Mr. O'Hare, and I don't yeah. mean that in the way that we were discussing earlier, where you've got a problem with someone, you go, hey, Mr. But O'Hare. It might be after all that tonight. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah um, there is a big Comic Con coming in. Um, in September of this fine year, yes, I, I, we expect you to fill the audience in on this fine thing because it's got a lot of people coming to it, and it's going to be really big. And Starburst is involved, and it's good. You are Starburst involved. Fab Radio's involved. Um, Saturday the twelfth of September, Blackpool Comic Con, and it is technically it's the very first Blackpool Comic Con. Yeah, as we know, there have been sort of other events there. The um, the last really sort of biggish event there was a Doctor Who event, mm. um, which I believe was 
a bit catastrophic. Um, so kind of purpose. Right, I want to pull you on that after because so, so, I, I love to hear these sort yeah. of stories. So, so purposely, we like disaster yeah. stories. Oh, I love them. Purposely, <laughs> Hoovians, don't worry. There will there are yeah, some guests. That's when they're not stupid, fam. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. That's what I mean. Misery likes company. <laughs> Brilliant. Hoovians, don't worry. There are a few guests that be involved with Doctor Who, but Doctor Who really is not our focus this year. So we've got um, for our first year a number of. Um, what we'd call panel areas, but really sort of guest areas. So, obviously, I'd cry if it wasn't there. Star Wars, we're doing. Yes. We're doing Harry Potter. We're doing Game of Thrones. We're doing Thunderbirds, Jerry Anderson. And we're also working on a uh, Robocop cast reunion. So, yes. obviously, we've got uh, Nancy Allen's already in the bag. Um, she's coming over from America. We have You've got, got her in a bag. We've got her in a bag, which has never been seen before so that's going to be she's a first not a big lady be, 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 <laughs> oh, right. no she's, she's only we yeah no you get her in one bag oh, right. we, you don't even have to cut her is, up is that how you get in a rover yeah <laughs> well it was cheaper Cup, that way couple of stamps on it <laughs> yeah it's cheaper that way um, so yeah we've got a number of people coming over from abroad obviously with Star Wars um, we're very happy that we've managed to get Jake Lloyd to come over from America yippee so yes yippee indeed and um, he is he's, actually a really great bloke he's trying to live that down it, you know <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. do you know what, he's, what you he's, mean he's not he's not 12 anymore he's not 12 anymore is he he's 20s and, um, right can I be the person that goes how did you feel when you first read you yourself described as mannequin Skywalker <laughs> yeah you can um, do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it I takes, just wondered what he felt like because <laughs> I can imagine that's quite harsh he takes it he takes it all in quite good spirits now you know he's, sure? uh, he, he's, he's what kinda, you mean like half a bottle of vodka <laughs> <laughs> apparently and that before he says it to what fries with that yeah <laughs> oh god oh you're that's you even worse <laughs> that's really bad don't bring up Jimmy what so, but um now the idea, obviously, for so the you're not sending him a copy of this show, are you? Um, <laughs> may- maybe the podcast version. Okay, that's <laughs> got even more stuff in it. Yeah. You'll so, have clips of him going your pee <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> now, the difference is obviously we've got guests coming from all these areas. I mean, go and check out our website www.blackpool. ComicCon.com. You can also catch us on Facebook, which has got a really big following, and Twitter's starting to explode and stuff like that. But what we're what trying to explode? do is <laughs> what are they doing to sort that out? Is it is it is it the terrorists? They're doing yeah. nothing. It's the terrorists <laughs> again. Yeah. Is it ISIS? Them guys, they're not nice. Them. They're not very nice. Yeah. Um, are they coming? No, they're not. They're <laughs> definitely not. But it's being held at the uh, Winter Gardens in Blackpool, which is a beautiful venue. Um, but the idea for this whole thing. Um, for uh, me and Luke the, the other director who, who, who were putting this whole thing together was to try and do something different so we're trying to make it as interactive as possible so for example as part of our Art of Cinema area and yes. as part of the whole Star of Wars course. area um, makeup artist Sean Harrison who readers of Starburst may know about from my two part piece about Sean Harrison yeah that's yeah, yeah. something you uh, yeah. you did a lot of work on you did yeah. indeed that was really good that was yeah. the it longest was, uh, interview of all well, time well I liked it because he 
all the time back in the day when I was a kid reading Starburst before I had any connection with it or working for it. I um, I used to read these pieces on how these these set designs were done, how the makeup effects were done, and all that. And I, I found them interesting reading. Mm. And you don't get that now. And this is not me doing the usual, going oh Empire's Craft and Total Films Craft. But <laughs> they don't bother doing pieces like that anymore. No, they just don't. It's about oh here's Scarlett Johansson. Here's the person who does her clothes. Here's the person who buys her shoes, and then yeah. on to the next actor. Yeah. And it's all actor, 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 director, and maybe you might get a writer. Yeah. yeah. And back in the day, Starburst went. These are the guys who created the entire universe, the yeah. space scenes, the effects, and all that. Yeah. And that's why it was nice. To, I with Starburst. Yeah, we want to speak to people like Sean. Yeah. You know. And so he's that great. was good. Yeah. But the idea um, that we had once, obviously, I got to know Sean better by doing that piece and stuff. And the idea was that um, he created, uh, recreated Bib Fortuna. Yeah. Um, from Return of the Jedi, but for episode one, he apparently created a lot of younger versions of characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the original Star Wars, some of them that you don't actually see in the finished film, but right, yeah. there was there was actually a lot more when they were creating the universe of episode one. But he recreated Bib Fortuna on an actor called Alan Rusko. Yeah. Now, Alan I've met previously um, when I did an event in Manchester. And um, we've managed to... I, I phoned him up and I said, I said, Alan, we've got this idea. Um, and it's like, well, it's Sean's idea, really. How would you feel about being made up as Bib Fortuna again for the first time since... 97? Yeah. Yeah. He said, "That's a big ask, mate." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he said, yeah. "How much?" But, we, yeah. Sp- yeah. but yeah. we spoke a bit more, and he said, "You know what?" He said, "I, I said I always like Sean putting bits of stuff on my face." So he said, "Let's do <laughs> it." Let's see, right? So that's so, his stance, is it? <laughs> Each to their own. Yeah. So for the first time since episode one, through the day, you will see. Um, uh, Alan Rusko being made up as Bib Fortuna by That's Sean That's a great Harrison. idea. That. Is he going to sign while he's being idea. made up? We're going to we're going to think about that. Yeah, but um, at the end of the day, you will get your, you can get your picture taken with Bib Fortuna, That's the real brilliant. Bib Fortuna, the real one, and with with the real guy that made him into him. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I know. That's really good because you you merging the uh, the two there. That's really good. So it's going to be interactive in that way. Um, we're not just covering films and comic. We've got comic book ke- guests coming, of course. We've got Tim Quinn, yeah. who um, worked for Marvel UK and yeah. worked for Beano and God knows how many other things. He's also involved in the music industry. He's a really interesting guy. Yeah. We'll come on to the uh, after show party just before we get Indeed, on. Indeed, yeah, yeah, no um, yeah. But we're also um, doing wrestling guests. So mm. we've just announced... You're um, wrestling the guests. I'm going to wrestle the guests. Mud wrestle the guests. Oh, yeah. That's the after show pie. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just for your own pleasure. Oh, dear. And Sean will be there wrestling them as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, you'll she enjoy will. it, yeah. definitely. Uh, but yeah, we've got uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr., who we just. That's easy for you to say. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Um, who we just announced on Friday. And we've got Al Snow already announced. And we've got one more WWE guest to be announced very, very soon. And more guests from Potter, Thrones. Mm. So in, in fact, um, without being insulting to you, the Blackpool Comic Con is is it's deceptive that name because it's like a genre con. It's about the whole lot in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's as wide as you can get in it because yeah. you no, know, you get some of them and they are more comic cons, but 
like like San Diego Comic Con just started out. Oh, it's all comic books, but now it's all movies, and it's, it's that's everything. been taken over yeah, by yeah, the, yeah. the studios. Yeah, that, we know, it, so. we know, we know what we're getting. It sounds like this is going to be a big UK event, which I'm all for. But most importantly to me, it's up north, definitely, which is great. And up north is exploding a little bit. I mean, there's obviously yeah. been a, a high concentration down south, but what we're doing is is something very special, and we're not we're not ignoring. Um, cosplay as well. We've got international cosplayers well, coming you're not, over. You're, you're so not ignoring it. I've Definitely seen who's not. coming. It's uh, <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we've got international cosplayers coming over um, in, and UK exclusives on that regard. But um, coming back to the after show party, which is where not only is Starburst involved mm. and uh, Fab Radio International, but uh, Fab Cafe is going to be involved yeah, in indeed, the after yeah. show party. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this might be an exclusive. Mm. Um, but we're holding it mm. it's going to be held at Blackpool Airport mm. which is an interesting location that's all I could say so yeah. far yeah. but needless well, we'll to say we'll reveal more later on but, yeah. Yeah, but there's plenty uh, plenty going on there but the big thing like when we if you were listening on podcast you would have heard the music but um, we did the Raiders theme going in uh, tonight and you're one of the first times I ever spoke to you you were uh, in Tiger Lounge in yep. Manchester and then you had this uh, jacket on I didn't get what it was and then you went oh this is the this is the absolute recreation of that yeah, was, yeah you had Indy's <laughs> jacket on it was bloody brilliant but well you really like all that don't you like yeah. I say but, but but we haven't got long now we're going to have to go in a second but um, Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just in in quick um is why is everyone so down on that? Why are they down on that? Why do they hate that one? Well, what I would say, my only down is that I don't think the dialogue was quite there. No, that was what was missing. Yeah, and I think they could have, you know, the father-son relationship mm. could have been more Connery and Ford. It should have been up there. Yeah, yeah, but I get that. As far as I'm concerned, I waited 19 years for a new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, yeah and when yeah. I finally got yeah. it. Those opening 20 minutes, oh my God. Oh, that was brilliant, wasn't it? It was. And you know what? I'm a big fan of Indy in the Fridge. Yeah, I, I thought that care was about great. That. What, watching him look up at an atomic explosion like that, well, that looked brilliant. It placed didn't him it? right in the 50s, yeah. wasn't it? And he married Marion. There you go. Then, I don't understand why everyone hates it you so should much. should Marion. But, you know, that's it. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear me. Well, that music means that it is time for us to bugger off. Uh, I've been Mike. And he's been Martin, and we have had the Paddy O'Hare tonight. And we'll be back next week.
You have been listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International.